Welcome everyone to another episode of The Working Experience. It's story time, or what we would like to call here at The Working Experience, shorts or shorties, where we discuss topics, uh, thoughts, very, very short, brief interludes into the working experience, narrated by either myself or Maddie Kay. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleep. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. Y'all need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Man, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. <laughs> I can't take it Hey everybody, this is Matty K with the Working Experience Podcast, uh, back with another shorty episode. And this one, um, I actually saw myself. I, this is not something I researched. This is uh, a memo that I saw at work. And this falls under the category of... Um, I think my coworker is a narcissistic a-hole. Um, I saw this note taped to the refrigerator in the break room. Uh, I do know who wrote it because she put her name on it. And I, I do know who this person is. I think she is generally pretty useless at her job. And, uh, she devotes her time to doing things like this, writing notes like this and taping them to the refrigerator. Um, it could be that the person is, their, their narcissism is causing them to maybe be close to a nervous breakdown. I'm not really sure. Uh, I hope if she does have a breakdown, she doesn't come into our place of work with a weapon looking for the person who, uh, well, what it boils down to is somebody has been taking her butter. And this is uh, this is what her note was about. And I, I think, I don't know, if it escalates, we're going to have to get HR involved to try to defuse the situation. Now, for the record, I did not take this person's butter. What I will say is this. Um... You know, we have a coffee thing set up. Sometimes people bring in Keurig pods. Uh, you know, people bring in bottles of, of like a creamer, stuff like that. I brought in creamer. I brought in half and half. I stick it in the fridge. I kind of just assume other people are going to use it. I don't put my name on it or anything like that. Uh, one time I did bring in a big box of Keurigs. I just stuck them up in the cabinet and I just figured, you know, they're for anybody to use because other people do it too. And I, you know, if there's a box of Keurig cups and I'm low on my own coffee, just for the record, I use a reusable Keurig pod because I don't like all the garbage the other stuff creates. And frankly, I don't particularly care for the coffee in there. It always tastes a little stale. So I have my own coffee can. However, 
if my coffee runs out in an emergency or if I just don't have time to fix the pod, I, uh, I, I'll grab one. So, you know, fair enough. I think things like, uh, you know, butter, jelly, mustard are, are things of a communal nature. I mean, some things kind of cross the line a little bit. I probably wouldn't use someone else's salad dressing you know, things like that. Or maybe I would. I don't know. People have different views on it. But but again, some things, you know, if there's a, like four sticks of it in there, then, you know, just uh, I kind of figure you need a little pat of butter for your muffin or something like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind. If, I don't bring butter into work. But, you know, if I did, have at it. I mean, just don't use it all. You know, don't don't use all of it and then not replace it or something like that. Those situations arise as well. Some people are better than others about bringing in more milk or things like that, which reminds me I do have to get a bottle of creamer for work. Um, but for this person to go to the lengths she did with this, uh, I call it the butter memo because I mean, it was actually a note taped to the fridge, but I think memo is funnier. Um, now, apparently the author of this note, she does not feel this way about the communal condiments, I'll call them. And it's funny because you, you never know, like, as far as I know, she's never said anything verbally to anybody about this. And it's always kind of funny because you never know, like, what exactly is going on in someone else's head. And you never know what is going to push them over the edge. Like, It doesn't... I don't want to say it doesn't seem to happen so much anymore, but there was a, a period of time where we seemed to have a spate of office place shootings. And the phrase going postal was, I don't know if people really use that anymore, but this would happen at the post office quite often. I shouldn't say quite often, but that's where it seemed to sort of originate. Um, in like the 80s and early 90s, like people who worked in post office were showing up and shooting the place up. Apparently there were so unbelievably frustrated with what was going on. Even Seinfeld, the show Seinfeld, referenced it at one point. Um, but you heard about this happening in other places too. And someone who is very seemingly normal, well-adjusted, they come to work every day, you know, and, and you talk to them and they seem okay. And, I mean, some people seem a little off. But with other people, it just seems to kind of come out of nowhere. And you, you like... I mean, sometimes it's someone who's been fired, you know, and, and that's, I don't want to say understandable, but they have a clear-cut motivation. Other people just lose it. I mean, something causes them to lose it. Um, this woman with the butter note, I she's not really that way. She's just more whiny. But, or at least it seems from this note, she's just more of kind of a whiner. But again, you never quite know what's going to shove somebody right over into, you know, going and purchasing a firearm and showing up and having at it. So the note was taped to the refrigerator. It was printed in big, black, bold letters to make sure that no one was going to miss this. And it starts out with, to the person who was stealing my butter. <laughs> uh, stealing. Not using. Stealing. To the person who is stealing 
My butter. For the last month, someone has been using my butter without permission. I bring this butter to put on my bagel, which I toast, and I do not appreciate anyone taking it without permission. How would you like it if someone took your butter? I bet you wouldn't. This is very hurtful to me. <laughs> Sounds like a kindergarten teacher saying to little Johnny, how would you like it if someone called you a bad name? And then I love the question. How would you like it if someone took your butter? Now, this is assuming that everyone else would feel the same way and everybody else loves butter the same way she does. Um, I really couldn't care less if someone used my butter as long as they, again, like didn't use the whole thing and just leave the empty carton in there. Hurtful. This is very hurtful to her. Not just annoying in the sense that, like, damn, I have to go buy more butter and I wanted some butter for my, <laughs> my specifically uh, bagel, which I toast. She wants to make sure we know that. So it's not just that she wouldn't have the butter for the bagel. She's hurt by this, apparently. And she goes on. I brought in four sticks of butter in one package. The package is clearly marked with my name. I like having butter on my toasted bagel in the morning. You are ruining my enjoyment of my morning bagel, and I do not like disrespect. You don't know me. Stop taking my butter. How would you like it if someone took stuff that belonged to you? Well, I don't either. Please stop taking my butter. <laughs> so she kind of gets repetitive with this. Again, asking the question, how would you like if someone took your stuff that belonged to you? So this is where it gets a little menacing to me. I mean, you are ruining my enjoyment of my morning bagel. And I, I suppose, therefore, ruining her entire morning, if not her entire life. Uh, where it gets ominous is, I do not like disrespect, you don't know me. Well, that is very true. I mean, I know who she is, but I know very little about this person personally. Except for the fact that, again, she doesn't really seem to focus on doing the actual job she's being paid for. She is known to come up with excuses for why she didn't get this done or why she didn't get that done. And... You know, it's sort of like, okay, well, maybe it's because you're focusing your time on writing these notes and putting them on the refrigerator in the break room. So, you know, I'm not saying um, we're going to run down to HR and get them involved, but uh, this this tone, again, is uh, it's a little strange. It's a little strange. Um, this sounds like something she probably goes home and complains to her husband about not I think she's married um probably talks to other people about it like this sounds like it's something she really fumes over I'm not the type of person who would escalate a situation I mean I do think it's funny when it happens but I'm not really the type of person to do that but having said that I am really dying to just take the entire pack of butter next time she brings one in i may do that and i'll keep you updated all right everybody thanks for listening and uh please listen to our podcast we always have a monday podcast john and i do two a week they come out on tuesdays and thursdays 
and uh, we enjoy doing them, and we hope you guys enjoy listening to them. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.